Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now, on Con Racing. Hello, everybody. Back to Gone Racing. It's Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here in the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel Casino. Wrapping up the South Point 400 from this past weekend and looking L- busy ahead toward weekend. Talladega. It was a very busy weekend. <laughs> it's nice to be uh, kind of catching our breaths a little bit. I mean, you even showed up at the racetrack on Sunday, Yeah, which might have been the biggest shocker of all. I, I'm still not very happy with my good friend, Mr. Harvick. It was rather amusing, actually. Do you like to tell the story for just give us the Reader's Digest version? I, you, uh, it's pretty funny. You know, I, I had South Point autographs on Friday in the in the South Point Midway booth. I always try to book early in the week because, no offense, Mr. Motley, but I did 25 years of the racetrack all weekend. I'm good. You like watching the race in your I, living room right. with your city light shine. I, I can watch it from the <laughs> pool even, sitting right there, you know, in the floaty. And, uh, yeah, so apparently Kevin heard that the week before that I told Josh Jones – as we know, Mother Function, our friend. And uh, I said, yeah, ain't no way. Last scene to... trying to referee Last the Chase tra- Elliott, yeah. Kevin yeah. Harvick bout. <laughs> so I, I told him I told him not a chance I'd be out there next week. So Kevin called me Sunday morning before my fantasy racing preview show with Pete Pistoni and said, hey, I need you to come out here and grab some stuff. What are you talking about? Just uh, I need you to come out here. Yeah, he had uh, Keelan Harvick, for those that don't know, drives the number 62, his son. Go kart or whatever he's driving. Everything he races, Bandolero he's 62. Apparently, that was his grandfather's number, and but he has the 62 font. You know, my 62 font, and and I always make fun of Kevin saying that Keelan's got better taste, and so he had a bunch of hats and T-shirts of Keelan Harvick racing uh, for my kids, me, and and that's what he wanted me to come out there and get. And I looked at him and said, you know, you could have left those at, at the front desk. You were staying at the South Point. He goes, yeah. Josh told me that you weren't going to come out here. I told him I could make you come out here. But I'm there. We go. Okay. Thanks, Kev. Well, Thanks. it's nice to have you out. But uh, so a big winner was Denny Hamlin this past week. Now, you could look at it and say, well, look, Chase Elliott was really gaining on him, and Kyle Larson's team made a horrible pit decision that oh, really cost d- him. D- not, Kyle, not Kyle Larson's team. The entire organization made bad decisions uh, uh, all day. Yeah, the Hendrick team did not did not have the best day in the pits in the world. But at the end of the day, Denny Hamlin won. He's locked himself into the round of eight. He's certainly looking like, I guess, between he and Kyle Larson, one of the two favorites to to win the whole thing right now. Look, you and I, I think, both would have lost our mortgages had we bet that 
Denny Hamlin was not going to win in the regular season. I mean, if there was a prop bet on that, I would have bet my house. I would have bet, I would have bet the South Point on that. And he didn't. And everybody kind of went, what's wrong with Denny Hamlin? Aha. Then the playoffs start. And how many years did we say with Jimmy Johnson? Remember the old Jimmy Johnson thing? You know, oh, the, 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 Jimmy's not looking that good. Well, all of a sudden in the end, Jimmy Johnson shows up and knew when it was time to turn it on. Denny Hamlin, yep. the Joe Gibbs. First of all, the Joe Gibbs team has been good all season. He's kind of like becoming the, like Reggie Jackson, you know. Remember, Mr. October. I, and I remember this guy named Dave Parker. I don't know if you remember him. He used to have this thing. He would always be struggling in April and May. And he'd say, when the leaves turn brown, I'll be wearing the batting crown. Right. You know, it's just some of those guys <laughs> just, they turn it on, you know, when you know, it gets. Well, Denny, when the Denny knows on. how to turn it on. And he's done it. And, and he is looking strong. He won the first round. First race, the first round, won the first race of the second round. No pressure for him, which right now, going into the last two races of this, the second round of the playoffs, <laughs> this is the round you wanted to win the South Point 400. Absolutely. Because, Knowing you've got Talladega yeah. and the Robo coming up. Well, let's look at some of the numbers that Denny Hamlin did for betters. He was plus 700 to win the race, plus 230 for a top three. Group A, he was uh, plus. Were there some people that took him for that top uh, yeah, three? Yeah, I think there's a couple people yeah, sitting yeah. at this desk that picked him for a top three. In fact, I think we were saying he had a really good chance to win the race we on the show last week. We just didn't quite go that far. Group A, plus 325. He was the long shot there. Uh, Joe Gibbs Racing as a team, plus 190. He was plus 140 against Kyle Larson, plus 110 against Kyle Busch, and a minus 130 against Chase Elliott, the only one that really didn't give you a strong return. So Denny Hamlin was a great return for betters last week. And that Group A, look, Group A is a tough group. We all know that. It's, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the bloodbath of all the, the, the who's who's of our sport at the time. But a 325, he was the long shot, a great win. I believe, actually, it was our uh, pit crew that picked that, that group even for Denny Hamlin. So the pit crew won on that one, and we had the top three, of course. So good return on Denny. Great job on the plus 700. Joe Gibbs Racing, I mean, they are showing some strength. Now that the playoffs are here, they kind of, everybody was talking about them fading a little bit. Uh, better pull that fade back real fast because they look pretty strong right now. Well, and I think now when we look at the top 10 from the race, obviously Chase Elliott, who was gaining on Hamlin at the end, came in at a plus 270, paid off for betters there. But now you talked about the Joe Gibbs racing teams. Kyle Busch, a plus 200, comes in third. Martin Truex Jr. finishes fourth. Everybody but Christopher Bell, who got into an accident, I believe, on pit road early, early in the race uh, and damaged his car, was the only Joe Gibbs car not to make it in the top 10. Ryan Blaney, another strong run for Ryan Blaney. He's getting himself in a really good position to advance where he is in the playoffs right now. He's the Ford and the Penske car that everybody needs to be talking about. It's Ryan Blaney. There he is in fifth. I mean, even though Brad Keselowski, not too far behind him, but Blaney's the one making more noise right now. Right. You talked about Brad Keselowski seventh. Tyler Reddick was sixth and Kurt Busch eighth. A couple of guys that are already out of the playoffs. Kevin Harvick ninth. And and let's before we get into playoff standings, I want to talk about Kyle Larson's, you know, the pit decision there. You know, there was a caution flag that came out about eight laps into the second. It was when Joey Gase had the really hard hit over in turn two. And Kyle Larson chose not to pit. And he was leading. He'd won the first first stage. For, and, and I don't – first two stages. First stage. First won stage. the first stage. stage. And I don't really understand their thought process not pitting because there was really nothing to lose by pitting there. Look, I, I all these race teams now, Motley, have a war room, right? They have this room back in their shops where they have all this live computer. I mean, they're, they're, they're – this looks like this studio here at VEASAN. TVs everywhere, monitors everywhere. They have data up. They they give these split-second decisions on when to pit, two tires, all this information. They have all this stuff. The Hendrick Motorsports War Room is the – if you're giving me a hot knot, 
It's the Hendrick Motorsports War Room. They made the worst pit calls all day long. They put Chase Elliott and William Byron behind the eight ball uh, earlier in the race before the first stage ended. They, they ended up, Chase Elliott got lucky to get past the leader with one lap to go to gain his lap back. William Byron was lucky enough to get the lucky dog to get himself back in there. And Kyle was stuck a lap down, had to take the wave around. I mean, they, they made poor decisions all day long, and that's what absolutely crushed the Hendrick team from winning this race. Well, and I don't really understand. I mean, I, I understand you're trying to do some playoff strategy, or, or excuse me, some pit strategy if you're number one when you're running on a road course because we have everybody's different strategies. I also can understand when you're in the final stage of the race. But I don't really understand trying to do some different pit strategy from everyone well, else as early in the race on a 1.5-mile track. No, but the difference was your stage was long enough at, the, at your racetrack that it was long enough that you could play some games. You could try to stretch here or there. You could try you to make— You knew you were going to be eight laps but, short at the but start. But you knew that—you that's, tried to play a game that—you you played Russian roulette when you didn't need to. You know, it's—you it's, didn't have to play that game. And they did. Right. If you were running 18th, you then play. maybe you'd do something different. But when you've got the best car and you have dominated the way straight. they've dominated, absolutely play it straight. Play it straight. I, I didn't understand no, that. No, I, I absolutely agree with that 100%. Um, just, just a poor day for, for Hendrick as a team, as a whole. Still, Chase Elliott could have won, you know, was great, came back to second. Still, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Larson came back to a 10th. William Byron got a flat tire later, so it, it ruined his day. Alex Bowman had a bad day, which now we're in the same position they were in the first round when you look at the playoff standings. Right. Now, and speaking of the playoff standings, obviously Denny Hamlin has locked himself into the next round. Kyle Larson has got a, a really commanding spot into second place. I mean, he really could end up finishing last at Talladega and still be pretty comfortably in as long as he doesn't have a horrible day at the Roval, which I don't think any of us expects Kyle Larson to run poorly when they get to the Roval. Uh, you really don't get into accidents down there that's going to knock you out of the race. And even a little damage, you typically can race, race the car. Uh, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney, and Chase Elliott – all are looking pretty good right now. Uh, they're in the top six. But now we get into the guys who've got to start getting nervous. Joey Logano is plus six above the cut line. Brad Keselowski plus four. And the four guys right now below the cut line, William Byron minus four, Kevin Harvick minus seven, minus 13 for Alex Bowman, and minus 25 for a Christopher Bell, who did win on the road course at Daytona. And you know he's got to have in his mind, okay, the Roval's going to be my shot. Well, look, I think right now it, we're going to the place that you love to say it's the fav your favorite word, Jeff? Crapshoot. The crapshoot. And and we have Karina, <laughs> our, our on-again, off-again producer here with us, who used to keep a crapshoot count. That's uh, three now. Get, Karina get, over there, she's the going to hold up. The, the witness protection, Karina. She's going to start counting yeah, with her toes if we keep talking she about won't, this. She won't go on camera with us. But I know. What, what you have right now is, look, we've seen that William Byron was able to make up 20 points in the last round at Bristol. So I'm not going to say win for William Byron, Kevin Harvick. I'm not going to say win or William nothing. William Byron yet. will run well at Talladega. Now, I can't say what may happen with five laps to it go. It still may happen. But I think William Byron's a guy that will be in the Christopher Bell is already in a kind of a win or go home situation at the moment. He's got to do that. But there's a lot of nerves right here. I mean, you look at a guy like Brad Keselowski. I'm sorry. Brad has been absolutely awful on the road courses. Brad sitting four points here. 
He needs, and you said, Kevin Harvick said it before this round. The most important race for him that was the Las Vegas race because it's the only one that you can control your destiny from start to finish, and they didn't have a good enough uh, day. He finished ninth in Vegas. It was a middling day, but it's kind of what we've seen from them all now, year all long. All season long. So now you got two guys that are going to Talladega. We've got the crapshoot that you like to say. You've got all these guys where the wrecks can happen. Will it happen? Will it not happen? This is going to be a heck of a race for betters because – we all know long odds can win. We all know long odds can go far. But this is what's going to scare everybody with these championship odds. Well, and this is also the one race we've got coming up where there's a very good possibility that someone who is not in those 12 drivers wins. I mean, we saw it last year. William Byron got knocked out in the first mm -hmm. round. No, now, he was a playoff driver when the playoffs started, but he wasn't a playoff driver by the time they got to Talladega and, the and Byron race, won the race. The only race in the playoff era that has had a non-playoff driver win was Talladega with William Byron last year. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Even though the the triple header in Vegas this weekend, the trucks and Xfinity had nine both playoff had drivers win win both races, which was quite was quite impressive. interesting. It was impressive. Well, I think when when we look at going to a place like Talladega, I think we know that that some guys see this as an opportunity, and some guys see this as a I just kind of want to get through it, right? Well, and, and and that's part of it. I mean, when you would go down there to run, it's because you knew it was an opportunity. Okay, we come back on Gone Racing. We'll start breaking down the odds to win this weekend's race at Talladega. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Welcome back to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gaughan here at the South Point Hotel Casino in our VEASAN studios talking about this weekend's race at Talladega. But before we get to Talladega, we've kind of talked a little bit about the standings, but let's talk about where we are with the current odds heading in. As we got, what now, we're halfway through, almost halfway through the through the playoffs here. So or are we halfway through? No, we've, we're four races in, right? Four races in. we got six to go. So we'll be at, past the halfway point after this weekend. Kyle Larson, no big surprise, is still the – 
the overwhelming favorite, uh, down slightly from where he was before the playoffs. He's plus 220 now. He opened at plus 240. A guy who has, has his odds, and I think it's because of his win in Las Vegas, dropped dramatically. Denny Hamlin, plus 400. He opened at plus 750. And then the guys below him are guys whose odds have actually gone up. Chase Elliott has increased from a plus 500 to a plus 650. Kyle Busch, a plus 650 to a plus 800. And Martin Truex Jr., plus 700 to plus 800. And if you look at the rest of the numbers, I believe our odds makers think those are really the only five guys with a legit shot. Well, and, and the thing is, we've talked all along, Motley, when to bet futures. There's still guys on that board. We said a couple weeks ago, Denny Hamlin was a great choice at 750 because that number was only going to keep coming down. I think uh, he's still a good choice at 400. I, I think he's because it's going to come down to a two. He'll be 250 by the time they get to Phoenix. So if you're betting the last race, you're you're out of you know you're out of luck. But to me, I look at that board and I look right off at at William Byron. I've been circling William Byron half the season. He made that amazing run at Bristol. I believe he was 18 to one the week of Bristol race where he went up from his and he's still up from the beat before the playoffs started. But he's 15 to one. He's only four points out of the championship of of the playoffs at the moment. I like that a lot, and I think William Byron at 25, or Alex Bowman at 25 to 1, is also another one of those guys that, you know, these guys can make it to this next round. Those numbers are going to get much, much smaller as this goes on, and that's to me is William Byron and Alex Bowman are my two favorites for a future. And I think you're going to really see the Hendrick cars really try to work together at at Talladega. I mean, they, they really the, have. I mean, the they Chevrolets really do. I mean, they, yeah. they all do now. All the manufacturers do. When you're betting, you have to keep that in mind. And I think that'll be interesting to see. Okay, so how much does how much does Kurt Busch and Ross Chastain try to help the Hendrick cars? I mean, does Kurt care? He's going to a Toyota next year. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, but Kurt's pretty classy. Kurt Kurt isn't doing that yet. He's but Kurt gonna, wants to win the race himself. Well, too. understood. But at the same time, in order to get to the finish of these races, now you have to work with your manufacturer partners because that's how these races work now, Jeff. You cannot win this thing anymore on your own. The days of Dale Jr. with a four-car length lead because somehow he could miraculously pull out four car lengths when nobody else could, those are over. You have to have those guys to push you. And at the end of these races, these manufacturers, they when we pit, that's what kills the Toyotas at this track. There's only five Toyotas on the racetrack. So that's what hurts them when it comes time to pitting. That, and we saw that at uh, Daytona this year, or sorry, at Talladega the first race, where the, the Toyotas pitted and there was only five of them. And Bubba Wallace got a penalty. Now there's only four of them. And they ended up losing a lap because 14 Fords and 18 Chevrolets were nose to tail and way faster. Right there. No, I can understand that. It makes certainly a reasonable point. Now let's look at the rest of the playoff schedule before we get into this week's uh, stats. We talked about Talladega coming up this week and then the Charlotte Roval, which really, really kind of makes this middle section, if you will, this round of 12 really, really unique. But once we get beyond that, Things really kind of get more, I hate to say normal, it's but they really are. You've got two mile and a half of Texas and Kansas, and then you've got the half mile at Martinsville, which we know was so pivotal last year, especially with Kevin Harvick and, and getting knocked out on the last lap. And then, of course, the final race at Phoenix. So, I mean, I think we've all kind of focused in on these next two weeks are really going to be crucial. Nope, that is, this is where anybody still has a shot because you come to these races. It's a great – the schedule's great. I think NASCAR is brilliant in their scheduling uh, because once you get to Texas and Kansas, it's going to be much more straightforward. Uh, so this is going to be a lot of fun to watch as a fan because uh, this this race, it, look, I showed up because of the, the crapshoot that you love to say. I showed up because it is an equalizer, and there's a lot of guys that are going to be really racing for some things hard, and it's going to be a ton of fun to watch as a fan. 
Well, absolutely it is. And if, if unless you're Kyle Larson or Denny Hamlin, you're probably a little nervous these next couple weeks. Yes. I don't absolutely. think those two guys will be very nervous. All right, let's look ahead to Talladega. We got one guy out there who, I mean, you can say he practically owns the place here. I mean, the oh. guy's got six wins. That's pretty pretty strong there. Twelve top tens in 25 races. That's Brad Keselowski. And his teammate, Joey Logano, has got three wins. And then Ryan Blaney, another teammate, has two. So that is 11 wins by Penske cars. The rest of the field doesn't have 11 wins. Well, at least the playoff guys have five total wins. Well, that's the and the rest of the field ain't nobody there. So I mean, it's it is amazing when you look at Brad K. And he is the winner of the Talladega race in the uh, th- this spring. Denny is or Denny Brad is the one that won that race. So I mean, Brad is is also hot there. Joey Logano's been hot. Denny Hamlin. We know how great Denny Hamlin's been running at these places. You know, you look at restrictor plate racing as a whole, though. Ryan Blaney, two wins. And restrictor plate racing, six top tens, Daytona and Talladega. We still call it restrictor plate. Call it super speedway. Super speedway racing, Denny Hamlin, or Ryan Blaney, six top tens in the last ten super speedway races. All right, so here's one that, that blows me away. 73 combined starts between Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. Two wins and 14 top fives between the two of them. Kyle Busch, hey, listen, if anybody thinks about betting Kyle Busch this weekend – uh, I, I'm going to check your mental status. Kyle absolutely says he hates it from the start. Before he gets there, he does not like the racing that goes on there. Kyle Busch is, an, is a persona non grata right now to me in this racetrack. I'm, I'm loving Kyle. I'm not saying I'm rooting, but he just he does not like this place, and it shows even by his stats. Well, and when I said the 73, all right, let's go even a step farther. How about 106 <laughs> if you throw Martin Truex in there with still two wins? And Martin Truex, Martin Truex, 33 starts, no wins in two top fives. If you're betting Martin Truex Jr. this weekend, I'm really I'm going to check you more than Hell, betting Kyle Busch. I got better stats than that. <laughs> Just running with the Beard family. I think I mean, you probably finished upside down and finished yeah, that's, better than Truex. That uh, that's listen. This is a place that people have to like it and have to enjoy it. And you've got to you got to have that. It's like me going to Richmond. I hated it. I came in defeated before I ever got there. A lot of guys come in that way to this place. Well, let's start taking a look at the odds to win. Now, look, if you can pick a winner this week, <laughs> if you can pick a winner, you can win money. Our favorite is Denny Hamlin plus 900. That might be one of the largest favorite numbers I think single I've ever digit, seen. Just barely. He's the only guy in single digits, Denny Hamlin at, at, at plus 900. Then you've got Logano, Elliott, and Blaney 10 to 1. Byron is 11. Larson and Keselowski 12. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick both 15. And Alex Bowman 18 to 1. And look, I know Keselowski has really not had a very good year. There is something about Talladega that you expect to see him running near the front. And and I I believe this is the week where you're going to see Keselowski have a good week. Well, if you go back to Keselowski at Phoenix Racing, what got Brad Keselowski's career started, it was Talladega, famous pass at Talladega. If, if that's what you call it, maybe the the non-pass, the flying, pass, the flying Carl Edwards. Well, no, no, I'm, when he when he won the race at Phoenix, and when, then he got the race called from him, you know, because they passed under the yellow line. I mean, Brad Keselowski. But then he had the incident and then he had the with Carl Edwards, Carl Edwards thing. when Edwards actually physically ran across the start finish line on foot. Yes, I've never seen so, that I mean, one before. So I mean, Brad at twelve to one—that's a great. A lot of these guys are great numbers, but the problem is, I can make. You go to the second page, Jeff, and I can make a case for every single one of these guys as well. Absolutely. I mean, let's look at the longer shots: Eric Almirola twenty to one, and then Kurt Busch, Austin Dillon, Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Wallace, Matt DiBenedetto, Tyler Reddick, all at twenty-five. Justin Haley, Chris.
Christopher Bell and Ross Chastain all at 30. I can give and, you an argument for every single guy there and tell you why. And except I, for Martin Truex. And I could too. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what surprises me is a name that's missing on that list. Which one? The reigning Daytona 500 champion is not even on that list. I do not see Michael McDowell's name up there anywhere. No, McDougal's How do not you up not there. have Michael McDowell's name <laughs> on the list? That's actually pretty funny. You know, I mean, if you look at the way this race rolls out, Justin Haley's there because he's or he's he's won this track before. He won in the famous race. Well, he won race. at Daytona. That well, was Daytona. Run, was super Speedway race because right. Daytona. Okay, but he, you he was running twenty sixth, by the way. Hey. Is it a W? In 20, does he have the trophy? Yes, it is. Does but he that, have the trophy? That, but that okay. does not make me want to go Hayes bet Justin But Justin also has won a couple Xfinity races uh, since then. Although like, he's also in a colleague car, so we know that car is going to run well. It's very and, good. And they're getting ready for next season. And they've, they've got RCR, Chevrolet teammates. Look, this whole thing, I'm going to stay more focused. Instead of betting on a winner, which you can get great returns, I'm going to probably focus more on top threes because you get a couple more spots. And I'm going to group these top threes into guys that are teammates, right? So I'm going to say, okay. I'm going to take a, a Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon in a top three because they're going to be pushing each other if they don't get in a wreck. I'm going to take a, a Joey Logano and a Ryan Blaney because they're going to be pushing each other if they don't get in the, you know. Right. It's a teammate kind of, thing. It, if, exactly. it, it, it's great exactly. if you don't get in a wreck, but if you get in a wreck, it usually you takes take all of you out. <laughs> you know, so. The team owners hate and love it. Well, and I think that's the thing that you also got to look at too now is, for example, all of those Gibbs cars, that are all still in the playoff hunt. Denny's got to help him now, right? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, Denny has got to be a true teammate and do whatever he can to help those guys have a good finish. That's got to help them, I believe. It 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 helps that you have that guy because you do have that man, and they only remember they are the, they are the soldiers that have the least. You and know, I think Larson should be doing that for the other Hendrick cars because I think he's going to be fine too. But but you only have five Toyotas, so. That's as much help as he can give is five. Uh, you're right. All right. He talked about top threes. We come back on Gone Racing. That's what we'll talk to talk about. Break down the top threes. Welcome back to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here at the South Point Hotel Casino. We're talking Talladega. It's, it's kind of weird not having you down there running at Talladega. but Not weird to know. me. No, I know. You're enjoying <laughs> sitting here beside of me instead of sitting in the cockpit. But I get it. But, all right, let's start talking about the top three. We talked about the odds to win, and we even said that we really kind of like some of the top three numbers. There's a couple of good Maybe ones. a little bit more interesting. So, no, no surprise. The favorite is Denny Hamlin at plus 300. Then Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney are 330. William Byron, 370. Kyle Larson and Brad Keselowski, plus 400. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, plus 500. Alex Bowman, plus 600. And I'm going to throw in right now, I love, love, love a plus 400 on Brad Keselowski, a six-time winner at Talladega here. No, I, you look at that, you look at all those numbers right there, there are great numbers for top three finishes. And there are guys, but I'm going to tell you the same thing, Jeff. If I'm going to bet one guy in a top three, I'm going to try to bet two. I'm going to bet them in pairs. Because if you take and you're going to bet teammates, right? I'm going to bet teammates. Because if, if now it's, it's an all or nothing. Feast or famine. It's yeah. an all or nothing game. Because if Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano and Matt Benedetto are all pushing each other. We haven't got to Matty D's odds, but Matty D's going to be right there pushing those fours together. Okay, I'm in for that. If you go to the, the Hendrick camp, 
you're going to have the Hendrick guys all together. Bet a couple of them. You might be able to score two top ten, two top threes if you bet the teammates right now. Instead of hedge your bet. You know, I'm normally the guy that hedges. Not I'm saying go in on this one. I think the top three certainly are interesting. Now let's look at our what we are, our, our page two. If you're watching us on the various uh, video uh, outlets that you can see us on, Eric Almarola's plus six fifty, Kurt Busch, Austin Dillon, Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Wallace, Matt DiBenedetto, and Tyler Reddick are all plus eight fifty, and Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, and Justin Haley, who will be dra- racing a colleague racing car in this race, not the seventy seven that he won at Daytona a couple years ago. In uh, he, uh, they all three come in at ten to one. Look, and this is my point right now. Take the RCR team, right? We know the Chevys, they team up. The RCR guys try to get together. Justin Haley counts as one of those. He's a 10-to-1 with the, with, with, the, uh, with the RCR guys. You got Justin Haley at 10-to-1. You got Austin Dillon, 850. You got Tyler Reddick at 850. You got those three guys right there with the rest of the Chevys. They're just going to push each other. You put in Ross Chastain and a Kurt Busch, you put those five together, you're going to have a bunch of Chevys pushing. And Matty D on that page is the guy that is the Penske car. He's the fourth Penske car. Well, if I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet two of those guys and try to get two of these longer odds to give me my top threes. If I can get the team right, if I can, if, you know, if, if the great Karnak right. can get the, Thank can get you, the Johnny. team right. Thank you, Johnny Carson. There's not many kids probably you understand that one Karnak. anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, but if I can get the team right that's going to push to the lead. here with us. She's old enough to remember uh, at that. At least too. the people in here might remember that. Maybe. She's laughing, she, so I got it. There's some younger ones on the other yeah, side they don't behind the glass. But, I mean, if, if, if you can get the team right, Motley, you're going to be able to get probably two of those in the top three. Right. You're either going to flush your money down the drain or you're going to be up at the window. I mean, it's not going to be anywhere. You're not going to be nervous at the end. You're either winning or you're losing. Or you're losing. It ain't yeah. going to be anywhere, anywhere close. All right. Now, I will wake everybody else up when this segment's over, but we'll talk about the driver head-to-heads for the next 30 well, seconds. Well, I was going to say, we'll do this really quickly, Jeff. Yeah, this might be 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> driver head-to-heads, um, the first thing I'll point out, no one has a plus sign. Yeah. yeah. Um, the closest we have are Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Austin Dillon, all even money against Kyle oh, Larson, Larson, which I find it interesting that Larson isn't the favorite to win the race or the favorite for a top three, but he seems to be the guy in the head-to-head matchups. And everybody else is minus 110 across the board. If I was to split any hair, Austin Dillon's pretty darn good restrictor play, super speedway racer. He's getting even money against Kyle Larson, but if that's about as far as I'm going to go, but it's I'm just it's just not really race. worth just even doing a coin flip, which is what you're basically doing for for ninety cents. We talk about this all the time. Head to heads at the super speedway races, guys, useless bet. I mean, it's it's just you're yeah you're getting a coin toss, yeah you're getting minus one tens, but I'm not even worried. I'm not even going to go into teammates with each other and all that. No. And, Just. and we apologize for spending 15 seconds more than we should have on that. So, <laughs> All right. Group so let's move on into the groups. Now, and the groups now, now the groups are, are they're interesting and they're not interesting. So we're not going to see uh, divergent numbers, but we see some interesting people in some in- interesting groups. So let's get started with Group A. We've got the three favorites there, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, and Joey Logano, all at plus 270. Chase Elliott at a plus 275. Uh, you know, that's not the group that we're always used to seeing in Group A. Like, we don't see Kyle Larson in Group A, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, that's a tough, tough group for me right there. Well, going back to my teammate thing, right? You got the two Fords, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano. You got the one Toyota and Chase Elliott and the Chevy. Now, the racer in me says the same thing. There's your two Fords, teammates. They're going to be pushing each other. It's hard to pick between those two. 
right? They're going to be pushing each other. But, but now, unlike the head-to-heads that are minus 110, you could argue maybe you're doing plus 270s on Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano for a head-to-head if and, you believe they're going to stay up front. Well, and Denny Hamlin. The problem is Denny's amazing at this place. Six top 10s in the last – five top fives. Ryan Blaney, though, races. has got a couple of wins. Understood. But five, the, those two guys, it, just at Talladega, five top fives, last 10 races for Denny Hamlin. Okay, but he's got no Toyota help. Oh, then that means Chase Elliott. Oh, but Chase Elliott only has three top fives in ten races. It's, I, it. I would not touch Group A. I don't. I can't give you. I can give you an argument for and against each single guy. But I think you're going to find that in every group today. Yeah, but I can. I can whittle some. I can whittle a few things out. Like let's take the next group. I think I can whittle one out for you. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next group then. So well, again, the three favorites are plus two set. Oh, we went really fast on the on the screen there. Okay. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, and Kyle Busch all at plus two seventy. Chase Elliott at a plus two. Oh, I'm looking. Wrong okay, way. now I'm getting confused here. And Austin Dillon at a plus two seventy five is a long shot. Now, what this, I don't see there are any teammates. No, I, got, I do see two Chevrolets. I see two Chevrolets. But Kyle Larson, look, Kyle Larson, it's hard to bet against him anywhere right now, right? I mean, Kyle Larson has been absolutely phenomenal everywhere we go. But the guy that has a win at a super speedway race, Austin Dillon, we know Kyle Busch hates it. We know Kevin Harvick ain't a big fan. So you can take those two guys. Larson's never won at Talladega. And Larson's never won a super speedway race. So you go down, I'm trying to find some, even some stat on Kyle Larson. Um, Two top tens and seven super speedway races. I know, but again, we kind of. What I mean is, he's in that mess that he he right. He's in that group that doesn't really like this racing. To me, I think Austin Dillon in Group B. That to me is one that Austin likes it. He's good at it. They build good race cars and motors for this, and they put a lot of emphasis on it where the other guys don't. I well, like Austin Dillon. And kind of like Ryan Blaney and Denny Hamlin in Group A, Austin Dillon is similar in that. And again, we jokingly like to say crapshoot with his race, but they are guys who somehow consistently seem to be around at the end. That's my argument I always give to you. How's it a crapshoot when a guy has 10 top, you know, eight top tens in 10 races? It's not a crapshoot. There's strategy to it. Okay. No, and I and I agree with that, but obviously bad things can happen. Okay, let's move That's along right. to group C. And I think this is a really, really interesting group. Again, we're back, and I think you're going to see a theme. The top three are plus <laughs> two 270s and then a plus 275. Alex Bowman, Matt DiBenedetto, and Bubba Wallace are the 270s. Tyler Reddick is the plus 275. Here you've got a Ford, a Toyota, and two Chevys that are on, on opposite teams. Um, you know, Bubba Wallace and Matt DiBenedetto have both proven that they're very, very good on these type of racetracks. And the last five laps have been disaster for Matt DiBenedetto on a number of occasions. Bubba has been actually managed to, to be there at the end in most of these races. I've been there with Matty D a couple of those races where we're running one, two, two and three and got wrecked. Um, but what I do like, again, I see the same theory. I like a Tyler Reddick on the theory of the RCR teammates. They run pretty good together. Alex Bowman, not half bad at super speedway racing. Got four top tens to show in the last ten races. Um Matt, but I also like Matt Benedetto with the Penske Fords and the Penske strength, as we've mentioned, with Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Brad Kay. They are the team that has the most experience and the best overall performance at this place. So I do like a Matty D at 270, or I like a Tyler Reddick as your, as your little longer shot, but I like both of those right there. All right, looking at Group D, our 270s are Christopher Bell, Martin Trix Jr., who we mentioned in 33 Talladega starts, no wins and only two top fives. Ross Chastain at plus 270 as well. And then Ryan Newman coming in plus 275. 
you know, I look at that group there, and and I'm really kind of I scratch my head because I and here's why, Christopher Bell never really been much of a super speedway guy that that I've seen. Truex, we just have documented. documented how poorly yeah. he's been at Talladega. Ross Chastain, he, he's got Kurt to run with, who is a good super speedway racer, maybe something there. And Newman, who used to be, but I'm still not sure how Newman is on these super speedways ever since that crash at Daytona. Let me give you how he is. Ryan Newman, here's what Ryan Newman does. Remember we talked about strategy, right? How you can play a strategy at these racetracks. Ryan Newman, six top tens in the last 10 super speedway races. And if we're going consecutive, since his wreck, we want to go, what have you done for me lately? We've had how many? Five since his? He crashed in Daytona, what, 2020 Daytona? 2020. So since then, he's been sixth, 13th, third, and then a crash in 38th. He waits till the end. He's in the last wreck. That's a guy right there that you know is going to hang in the back and wait till the last wreck. So for me, I like Ryan Newman because you know he's going to be cautious and wait till that last stage to go. But in your teammate theory, you do have Martin Truex Jr. and Christopher Bell, who are teammates up there. So, But I, mean, I got Martin Truex Jr. who's going to wait and doesn't like it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, when we come back on Gone Racing, we've got Groups E and Group F to talk about, and then we will start talking about the odds to win for the teams, and we'll give you our picks this week. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check us out at vcin.com slash subscribe. There are multiple ways for you to watch. We're available on Fubo and Sling. We partner with iHeartMedia, and you can access vcin on your Alexa devices. For all the ways to watch and listen, go to vcin.com slash subscribe today. Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone, back here on Gone Racing, our final segment of the day. I love when Ta- you show your age. with the. Talking about, well, it's funny. <laughs> I, have to wear, I take my glasses off to read. 
but then I can't see the screen without them on. So I guess that makes me nearsighted. I believe it is. So. I just chuck. I, I, I'm making funny when I'm the guy that every time and prints our sheets, you know, small. I'm like. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was pretty <laughs> impressed by the way Kevin Harvick didn't break those glasses he slammed down when he was mad at Chase Elliott at Bristol. But All right, let's move on to our group matchups. Group E, Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Chris Buescher, all at plus 270, Justin Haley plus 275. I can really make a good argument for the top two guys there. McDowell won the Daytona 500. We know he's going to be good on these racetracks. And Stenhouse has won at Talladega before, and Stenhouse is one of those guys he – Either is challenging for a top three, or he's he's uh, already home before the race is over. <clears throat> Sorry, or, that's what I say. He's home before the race is over. <laughs> uh, you know, here's the thing, Ricky. Everybody knows Ricky. Ricky is is that guy. But Michael, there's your Daytona 500 winner, Michael McDowell, knows how to get to the finish of these things. Who was not in a group? Who was? Or, not I mean, who was not in a top three or odds to win? And Chris Boucher won top ten in ten races here. One top ten. Ten races. Uh, you got to bet one of the top two guys on that. I'm line. just, I'm, I'm looking at that that group saying, okay. Now the only sticky point to there is Justin Haley. In and all, he's remember this is a, this is going to be an RCR car running with the RCR teammates. Justin Haley could, and he, and Xfinity wise, I think Haley's won three out of the last six uh, Super Speedway races in Xfinity. Great, great racer there. I like Justin Haley because one. Ricky, you can kind of count on him probably wrecking himself or other people, and I think Justin Haley will be the guy that can slide in there and go, hey, look at me, but Michael McDowell is my, uh, my, my sticking point there, but I do like Haley. Let's look at Group F. Ryan Priest, Eric Jones, and Chase Briscoe all at plus 270. Cole Custer plus 275. Um, wow. You know, Priest is a guy that seems to run fairly well at these super speedways until it's late in the race. I mean, I've, I, I know I've seen his name up there, you know, late in races. Eric Jones Eric Jones is in a car that Bubba Wallace ran very well in on the super speedways over the last few years. I kind of think if I had to go somewhere there, I really kind of like Eric Jones in that one. Well, and stats say the same thing. In in the last, he has nine starts. He's got two top fives, three top tens. Has, has been able to get there to the end. Ryan Priest uh, used to be there with me when I was in the back. Ryan was one of the guys, uh, uh, the JTG guys, me. We were the guys waiting till the end, so we normally survived those things. Priest, I think, can kind of do the same thing. He's had five starts there, two top tens. So I do both like both of those. I do like the two favorites, Priest and Jones in that. Uh, Chase Briscoe, Cole Custer, teammates, Stuart Hosfords. So going back to my theory, if you, you know, you're looking at two teammates there, those guys could be a, a fly in the ointment but I do like the Eric Jones uh, or Ryan Priest pick on that side. All right, our last odd we've got is our team race winner, and and it's as as if they're listening to you, Brendan, because you kind of talk about how how few Toyotas we have out there, and when you look at these numbers, Hendrick Motorsports with four guys all capable of winning at plus 290, Team Penske with their combined that's 11, good, 11 that's wins. That's a good number for uh, Team Penske. Team Penske plus 360 with their combined 11 wins, and Joe Gibbs Racing, Plus 400. So that's a pretty big number for a team that you figure, well, I don't know how many guys have a legitimate shot. I mean, the way Truex has run there and Bell's run there, you really feel like maybe Kyle or Denny, but even Kyle, Kyle hasn't run Kyle well there it. either. Then you got Stuart Haas Racing plus 700. Richard Childress, 14. Ganassi is 15. Roush Fenway is 22. The Wood Brothers, which is a one car team, 25. JTG Darty, 25. 23XI Racing with Bubba Wallace, also 25. Uh, I'm going to gonna say the winner is going to come from those three groups, but I tell you, the 14 to 1 on Richard Childress and the 15 to 1 on Chip Ganassi um, wouldn't shock me to see no, the one of those come in. I, but here's the thing 
Team Penske's 360. Woods Brothers is basically Team Penske with Matty D at 25. So if those Fords make it through and Matty D is the one that's in front of that group, you just got a, got yourself a Penske win at 25 to 1 instead of plus 360. So I, I kind of put an asterisk with that Wood Brothers. Um, you could put two units even. Do one Woods Brothers, one Team Penske. You're still going to win 360 uh, or 25 to 1. I like that. I do like, uh, once again, Richard Childress, but Penske 360. That's a great number for an organization that has 11 wins uh, at this racetrack and a lot of them recently. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you see that number, you think, hmm, I don't know how I could leave that sitting out there. Okay, it's time to talk about how we did last week. And for once, we can kind of all beat our chests a little bit. Our picks from last week, we all three came in on positive numbers, made up a little bit of ground. Uh, you and I both had winners with Denny Hamlin for a top three. I also um, oh, beat you head-to-head. Head-to-head. Head head. I went head-to-head. Head. And I couldn't Ryan believe Newman I lost Beth. that one. Ryan finished like 14th or something like that. Bubba I was like, yeah, Ryan. Spots oh, boo. You also got a win with picking Truex over Kyle Larson, which was a, a bold pick, but it turned out to be a very good pick. Our pit crew picked Denny Hamlin for a Group A win. They won that one, a plus 3.25. And they also had Denny beating Kurt Busch at 1.1. So good win there. Um, we're all still in negative numbers. I'm kind of, I can see the positive numbers for them where I'm at right now. Six-tenths of a point back, the pit crew at minus 7.7. And Brendan, you have at least made up some ground over the last few weeks. I'm so. going the right direction. Let's just say that. And this is the week, Jeff, I got to go all in on some long shots and take some shots because this is the only one I got that I think we can get. I can get one of these longer odd guys to get me some points. Well, I believe that means you get to pick first. I do. I I was last in the week, even with a positive number. Um, and like I said, here, here's my deal, guys. I got to catch up, right, Motley? This is the last week that I think we can get these, you know, high digit guys to kind of get me some of these W's. So I'm going to go into the top threes for four picks. Wow. And I'm going you to know there's only three guys that can finish in the top Absolutely. Three, right? But I'm going to Georgetown take. Georgetown math. There. I am putting my, my money where my mouth is on the picking the teammates theory. And I'm going with the Fords of Ryan Blaney at plus 330 and the Ford of Matty D at plus 850. Because, once again, two guys both run great in that Ford camp. If that's the wreck that they get through, I'm sitting pretty. And then I'm going to do teammates in the Chevy camp. I'm doing Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick. If those two go out in the same wreck, I'm going to be so upset. Please, boys, make me look good. And then I'm going to go Austin Dillon, doubling down on AD to win Group B. Uh, I'm going in on the RCR, guys. I've given uh, uh, AD three. Please, buddy, bring it home for me. And uh, let's, let's get me some points so I can get back in the positive numbers here. All right. Well, the next picks will be the pit crew picks. And the pit crew likes those Toyotas uh, when it comes to the team thing. They're taking Joe Gibbs Racing at a plus 400. Kyle Larson, uh, plus 270 in Group B. Matty D in Group C, plus 270. They're going to take the Martin Truex Jr., plus 270 in, uh, in Group D. And then Ricky Stenhouse Jr., also the plus 270. Old Isaiah downstairs, not liking my, the, my language towards old Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah, maybe Isaiah making those picks for the pit crew down there. So, And then my picks for this week, I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski at plus 400 for a top three. I'm going to go into the groups. I'm agreeing with you totally on Austin Dillon in Group B at a plus 275. I've got Austin. I'm going Bubba Wallace in Group C at a plus 270. I also like the Daytona 500 champ Michael McDowell at plus 270 in Group E. And I am going to take the plus 360 uh, to win the race with Team Penske. I really do I like, like that number. I think that's a that's a very, very strong number sitting out there. It's kind of hard to pass up. So we'll see how we do after Talladega, and then we start – 
turning our attention to the Roval, a word that I know that just great. That's like nails on a chalkboard for you when we say the word Roval, I know. But Look, I, I, you know, I love me some Bruton and Marcus Smith. You know, I love me some SMI. The Roval thing. All right, but we got uh, we got about a minute and a half left, and, and we're talking Talladega. You have had some great experiences at Talladega. So, <laughs> hey, it was real. It was fun. Yeah, once in a while, it was real fun. <laughs> what what do we expect this weekend at Talladega? What do the drivers expect? What should the fans expect? Look, here's the thing: you have a couple guys that are going to be racing for stage points. I don't think you're going to see the wild race early, looking for those stage points, because there's only four guys that really, maybe five or six guys that want those stage points. The rest of them are just going to kind of play it safe there. So I don't think you're going to see a lot of wrecks early, but I do think near the end of this race, you're going to see guys, especially six, seven, eight of those guys that really want this win. Uh, I think you're going to see a little chaos in the end like you always do. Hopefully all my, all my friends are safe out there. But you know what? As a better, this is so much fun. I love betting on these races. I think this is the, the fun time to do it because you can get such a return on your money and it has a better chance of happening than any other races. Well, you're right. It is a big one. And I think one thing, too, that people have to kind of understand is we like to compare Daytona and Talladega because they are super speedways. But the tracks themselves are incredibly different. For one, Talladega is much wider. It is much easier to run three and four wide at Talladega. The Uh, other uh, thing, I got a picture of me five wide. Well, there we go. And the other thing about Talladega is the start-finish line is almost in turn one. So sometimes you can have a different strategy coming off turn four at Talladega than you're going to have at Daytona. No, and it was a brilliant move by NASCAR years ago to move that start-finish line all the way down towards turn one. Beautiful move. We've had different winners that would be at the center of the dogleg than at the end of that race. So absolutely fun, absolutely great racing. Love it. And I do miss it a little bit. Well, we're all looking forward to watching Talladega this weekend. And when we're back next week, we'll break down Talladega and talk about the Roval. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 